What is up, Steel Studios? Happy Thursday, everyone. January 19th, 2023, and welcome to episode, are you ready? 490 of the study session. 10 away from 500. My gratitude to Yin's beautiful, beautiful studyings out there in Steelers Nation for being listeners, supporters, readers of the Still Study, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today, going to just hit on a few pieces of Steelers news. There's not much. We're in the off-season grind. It's really evaluation time, draft prep time. And that's what we are going to be doing. You've probably seen the the post that I'm doing on the site, the positional evaluations. We've covered quarterback, running back, tight end, offensive lines coming next, and wide receivers. Then we're going to move into the defensive side of the football. And today we're actually going to discuss the tight end room. We are going to evaluate the tight end room. Remember the whole purpose of evaluating each position on the team is so that I could provide you with a list of those target areas for your Pittsburgh Steelers, what they're going to attack in the draft and free agency so that you are prepared and then going to start those draft profiles based on that list. So very excited to do that. But as always, my gratitude to Yin's beautiful study. Anyway, don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Jim and I are going to be adjusting our schedule here this offseason because obviously the games are done. So I will update you when we are going to record next. Also wanted to point out, too, (laughs) I am not halfway through, but almost halfway through Jim's new book, On the Clock. It's all about the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL draft and how fitting being that we're in the offseason. And it's been a great read so far. It's a lot of history, a lot of nuggets, historical nuggets that if you are a fan If you love the history of the black and gold, this book is for you. Just finishing up some stories about Steelers from the 40s and 50s, about Byron Wizard White, who later went on to become a U.S. Supreme Court Justice. Um, Bill Dudley, just learning about some of their coaches early on. One guy, I believe his name was Buddy Parker, who used to come to the games drunk all the time and how they used to draft back then. It really wasn't based on scouting. It was based on what was published in magazines. So it's, it's a really interesting read. I would highly encourage you to check it out. It's called on the clock by my good buddy, Jim Wexel. Check that out. All right, studying let's get into it here today. So the one piece of news is that Matt Canada is being retained. He is not being relieved of his duties. He will be back for the 2023 season. And if you would have told me this early in the 2020 season, I would have been pissed off, mad at the world. But with the way the offense rebounded there at the end of the season, they started making strides. It does make sense. And it does align with the Rooney's philosophy, with Tomlin's philosophy, and that is not giving up too quickly 
on anything, on a player, on a philosophy, on a system, on a coach. You give it time to develop, to adapt and grow. And that's one of the problems with the NFL and other teams and other franchises is that they are too quick to abandon ship and what they're trying to do. And subsequently, what you see is not a lot of success from those organizations, but the Steelers are the opposite. And so they want to give Canada time. You have had a rookie quarterback who finally settled in. You had an offensive line that finally gelled. You had a lot of young pieces. So I understand the move, but here's the reality. This offense is going to have to produce immediately next season. If it doesn't, the intensity of the calls for Canada's job, questioning of Tomlin's coaching and his vision for this team, they will get blasted. So it is imperative that they are successful out the gate. There is no more trial run or, oh, you have a lot of young players on the team. No, this is it. You got to get it done. So there is no room for error next season. And in fact, I wonder if they would have some type of contingency set up and not that they would even communicate it, but in the event that it doesn't work out with Canada or it's, it's faltering early on and it's just not good. Maybe something to have that shift to Mike Sullivan ready to go. So organizations are thoughtful and complex. They're always thinking ahead. That probably wouldn't be something that would be shared with all of the coaching staff that those might be intimate conversations that occur between Mike Tomlin and the Roonies to say, Hey, we're going to give him an opportunity, but if it doesn't work out, this is the move that we would make mid season. So not saying that that has happened, but potentially that could be a conversation that has occurred. And there probably have been candid conversations with Matt Canada too, saying, dude, You've got to produce from the outset. So by any stretch, Canada is your offensive coordinator for 2023. And now let's talk about the tight end position. I did that evaluation the other day. Last offseason, I talked about the tight end position being a quiet position of strength for the Steelers. Well, it's not so quiet anymore as Pat Freyermuth took another step in his development. And think about this. He caught 63 balls, I believe, for over 700 yards, only two touchdowns this year. But he did that with the QB carousel that was going on early in the season with a rookie quarterback who was getting adjusted. What is he going to do when he has a signal caller in there who is comfortable, confident in the offense, which is what he's going to have next year? I think 1,000 yards is the floor for Freyermuth and Fryermuth. Damn it, I always struggle with pronunciations. I think 1,000 yards is the floor for him in 2023. Anything below that would be a disappointment, but he is poised and primed for a solid year next season. And he improved his blocking. So the Steelers have themselves a gem of a tight end and Fryermuth, Freyermuth, Pittsburgh Pat, Muth, whatever you want to call him. Their number two tight end has been a pleasant surprise. That is Zach Gentry, the fourth-year player, drafted out of Michigan. Remember, he was a converted quarterback, and he is a massive dude, 6'8", I believe around 265. Reminds me of Matt Spath, although he's not on Matt Spath's level yet, but he has 
emerged as a solid number two. Reliable hands, good blocker, and the frustrating thing about him, and it's not his fault, but Matt Canada continues to throw that tight end screen to him. It's so predictable, and it keeps getting snuffed out early in the season. It wasn't. But Gentry is a player as a free agent that I think the Steelers are going to make every attempt to sign. I don't think it's going to take a lot of money to re-sign him, and I do believe that he comes back to Pittsburgh next season. Here's the thing. If he doesn't sign a new contract, that's going to create a need for the Steelers team at tight end, and then that's when they would have to do some work in the draft or through free agency. Now, being that it's a number two, a backup, you're probably going to look in free agency because you want a veteran player with experience. So that's what I would see them doing. If you would draft a guy, I don't see the Steelers putting someone into that number two spot right away unless it's somebody really talented that they believe in. All of that leads me to believe that they are not going to let Gentry walk. He will be back in the black and gold next year on a three to four year deal, a modest contract. And I think that is a good move because Fryermuth and Gentry make a outstanding one-two tight end tandem. And then you have Connor Hayward, who was just excellent his rookie season. For a six-round draft pick, this guy is a gamer. Watching his tape from Michigan State, he was always making plays. Wasn't great in any one particular area, running or receiving the football, but he always made plays. And in his limited action and limited opportunities this season, he did the same thing, whether it was a jet sweep to convert a third or fourth and short or making a critical catch for a touchdown in games. He did it, and there's only reason to believe that Hayward's trajectory is nothing but upwards. And he could be a player who really surprises the NFL and what he can contribute. He's a jack-of-all-trades He doesn't really fit any mold. He could be an X factor in this offense. So he's your number three tight end. He can also give you reps at fullback. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Derek Watt. If he comes back, if he's not, then Hayward will probably be that guy. But you can line him up anywhere. You can split him out wide, put him in the backfield, bring him in tight as a tight end. He's a versatile player, and I'm very excited about what he offers for 2023. So there you go. Tight end, position of strength, solid. So far, we've covered quarterback, running back, tight end. There is no need at any of those positions. It would just be replenishment based on what happens in free agency. But very excited about our tight ends. Anyway, studying, that's going to do it for this Thursday, January 19, 2023 episode of the study session, episode number 490. My gratitude to you. You know I love you out there in Steelers Nation. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexover and his site, The Still City Insider. That is linked in the show notes. New episode will be coming at you soon. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to trade the stock markets, learn how to trade, check out Real Life Trading. They offer free stock market education. It has changed my life to where I am now a full-time day trader, and I'm able to focus more time on the still study. I love it. I love my life, man. Anyway, studying. it's a rainy day out here in Eastern PA. It's dark. It's dismal. But you know what? I'm pulling that sunshine out of my body. I'm shining it onto the earth. I'm sending it out to all of you. Let's make this day 
great. Do something amazing, phenomenal, positive, spectacular with your life. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. And remember, on this January 19, 2023, once a studying, always a study. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.